Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver, and today my guest is Dawn McGee. She is a nutrition evangelist and balanced life expert. And as the founder of Reclaim Your Life One Bite at a Time program and also the author of 365 Days of Healthy Living, she puts the fun back into being healthy. Dawn specializes in working with women who want more sustainable balance in their lives so that they can do all the things that bring them joy and just need someone to get them started and guide them through the process. Working together, Dawn empowers her clients to embrace their vision of better health and inspires them to make small, meaningful changes so that they can live the life that they want all without needing 26 hours in their day. As a certified and licensed Venice nutrition coach and longtime foodie, you know, Dawn does love to travel and enjoy local cuisines. She focuses on both the health and the joy of food. She has been coaching clients in person, online, in groups, and in one-to-one capacity for more than a dozen years. Dawn has a delightful 18-year-old son who is a second-degree black belt in karate and is moving on to college next year. He's also trying to figure out what's going to happen with his next phase of life. She also has a wonderfully supportive husband who she has been married to for over 20 years. And now I have two great fun facts that I need to share about Dawn because I thought these were so interesting and I know that you will too. So here they are. Dawn used to compete at the semi-pro level in nine ball as in pool or billiards. And this one's great. She met her husband playing beach volleyball in Turks Caicos. All right, Don, welcome to Fit News today. Thank you for taking the time to be here. I know we have a lot to chat about and we have a lot in common because we both want to help women, right? Find those sustainable, manageable changes, right? Not complicate things. So let's talk uh, first about your journey. Absolutely. Jen, thanks so much for having me on today. I'm really excited about where this conversation is going to go. I love the synergies between (laughs) our philosophies. Yes. And as you can tell, you know, I've, I've always had a little bit of an aspect of the food and the fitness and the fun. And it took a little while to figure out how that all turned itself into a business, quite frankly. Right. (laughs) Right. As you know, you, you live it, and you share it and you feel it and it's not the same. You know, there yeah. are a lot of people who are like, oh, you've always been fill in the blank here, right? You've uh-huh. always been healthy. You've always been fit. And it's it's really not true. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in New York City where okay. <laughs> we have tons of food options. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't take two steps without pizza, right? Or something else. <laughs> and I love to say that I travel by stomach. When I go back to New York, the first things I look for are a good slice of pizza and one of those uh-huh. big fluffy pretzels with mustard, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> so definitely a foodie. You know, so I had all these food options and yet I never learned how to eat to really fuel my body. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's fun. Sure. And all the flavors and the cuisines, but yet if we don't give credence to the fact that we really need food to fuel our body and our brain as well as feed our soul, well, then, then we're not helping ourselves live a long, healthy, happy life. And so that was a real um, learning for me. It was a journey for me. You know, I grew up in a household where it was all about Finish what's on your plate, you know. Ah, the clean plate club. I think that's that's yes. part of um, our generation, right? It truly the is clean plate club. No, it yeah, yeah. It it, it was absolutely finish what's on your plate. Mm-hmm. Here's what you're going to eat. Here's what I'm making. And sometimes that was, you know, my dad was a meat and potatoes guy, so uh-huh. you know, very <laughs> often that was a slab of meat and can, canned vegetables, and, canned peas, <laughs> right? And and so so we know where that leads, right? Yeah. It doesn't lead anywhere good. And as I grew up, I didn't learn any different. You know, I would I would grab a slice of pizza on the way home from school, and then we'd have dinner and all the things. So, right. um, you know, and when I was young, I was also very active. Yeah. You know, being in New York, you're walking everywhere. You're right. not just shuffling from door to car. <laughs> and and so you could argue that I was outrunning my fork for a very long time. Right. And it worked. I'll, I'll put worked in air quotes. Yeah. Because <laughs> what does work really mean? Um, you know, it kept me sort of feeling like I was healthy and, you know, relatively fit. Fine. Until until college, my senior year of college, where I wrecked my knee in a skiing accident, and uh, I could no longer outrun my fork. Mm-hmm. Right. My fork caught up to me, ah. and and so I had to learn new habits. And like a lot of women out there, I tried all the things. I I I did the diets. I did the Weight Watchers. I did yeah. the. <laughs> I did the not eating. I did the frozen dinners. I all the things, and still wasn't really learning what it meant to to feel my body. And I, you know, I sort of muddled along, right? Mm-hmm. Any right. diet can work for a point in time, but I was miserable. And you know, I I I just I knew in my soul that there had to be a better way. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that there had to be a better way. And, and so I kept muddling on until, you know, I had my son and uh, really, really struggled to lose that pregnancy weight. Yeah. I was absolutely one of those women who used my pregnancy as an excuse, <laughs> whatever I wanted. You know them. Eating I was for two, right? <laughs> Eating for two. Well, the second one was pretty darn small and he really didn't need all that I was feeding. <laughs> right. So... Uh, so I struggled. I struggled. And he was six when I was having lunch with a really good friend of mine talking about my baby weight. And she said, Don, he's six. It's not baby weight anymore. 
And that I was yeah. really taken aback, right? Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah. it was just a big wake up call. Yeah, that, that was, that probably, yeah, that's, that hit hard, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, I said, okay, I love you, but ouch. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and I, I really mean, had to good, look. Yeah. It, it made a difference in, in sort of what I was looking. And I, at, at that point, it was, you know, do I dig in and, and figure out what's next mm-hmm. or do I just, go buy larger clothes and throw out my hands. Yeah. And I was really fortunate at that time to meet the founder of Venice Nutrition mm-hmm. and learn about the science of balancing your blood sugar, right. eating a balance of protein, fat, and carbs. Now, I'm, I'm a geek at heart. My, <laughs> my background's in science. So all of this science really spoke to me. Right. And, and it made sense. It's got a sci- really genuine science background to it. And, and it works. Right. Now, my definition of works is I don't feel like I'm on a diet. I'm not thinking about my mm-hmm. food all the time in a negative way. I may be thinking about like what great flavors I'm going to pair and right. that's okay. Yeah. But I don't want to be thinking about, oh, gee, you know, I only have 200 calories left for the day. And <laughs> how many points is this? <laughs> right. And how many points is this? And what macros do I have to have? I, yeah. That's not a healthy way of thinking about it. No, no. Right. Because we we have so many other things to do with our lives besides thinking about how many points or calories or whatever we're going to eat. So I learned about how to balance my protein, my fat and my carbs, Mm -hmm. how to eat portions that served my body that were right sized for me, Mm -hmm. not someone who's six feet tall or, you know, five feet tall. Right. I'm Right. right in the middle. I need, I need what my body needs. Right. And so I learned all about that and I was so inspired. I became a certified and licensed nutrition coach. Yeah. And that was sort of the beginning of this journey. Um, Fast forward another handful of years and I I work with clients and, and yet there was this aspect of dry and boring to it. (laughs) Right. Now I'm a foodie. Right. Right. I have a good glass of wine. I have great food. Right. And so that was the the next big evolution of my business is to marry those two together, the food and the fun and the nutrition, and to teach people how to live a really, really enjoyable food life, but not just a food life, a full balanced life. Because that right. balance beam, it doesn't just have a plate of food on it. Right. 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 And, you know, we're surrounded by food and there are so many activities that uh, revolve around food, if you will. So there's no getting away from it. So you might as well learn how to a enjoy it and not fear it and b you know, how to manage it. Right. 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 And I think that you mentioned the fear that that is arguably one of the top three things that my clients need support on is how to take the fear out of the bread bowl is at the table. Right. My friend invited me for dinner and I don't know what she's serving. I'm going mm-hmm. to a cocktail party. You know, what do I do? I'm like, right. take a deep breath because the first thing you need to do is release that stress. Right. Because otherwise that just sabotages your health goals. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. Off the bat. Right. 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 Um, so it's all about balance and it's right. all about fun. 
Right. And it's how do you ride that balance beam in a way that you don't fall off? And sometimes we'll fall off, but you get back on. Right. And the, the key is knowing how to get back on. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. And then also, you know, you mentioned going to the cocktail party or going to the friend's house for dinner. So often people are so quick when they go on their quote unquote diet that they're so quick to skip these things, right? And almost miss out on many occasions and celebrations because again, we go back to that whole fear thing. So it, it, it's as you were saying, you know, learning what you can do in these situations and how to handle them without right. that fear. Yeah. And, and balance is a continuum. Right. There isn't any one perfect spot of balance, mm-hmm. right? It, so sometimes you're going to balance a little bit further towards the clean eating side of things. Right. And you'll say, you know what? I'm feeling kind of bloated and going out a lot. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step back. I'm going to treat my body well. Not deprive it, but I'm going to treat it well, so I'm going to feel better. Right. So that when I do go to that next party, that next barbecue, that next well, it's graduation season, all the things. Right. Then I don't have to stress about compounding the effects of feeling bloated and blah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. And so that's that's really where um, the the sweet spot, the sweet continuum is right. <laughs> <laughs> is is a little bit of balance and shifting balance depending upon what life is throwing at you and knowing mm-hmm. how to manage that without the stress yeah and enjoying it right uh, and I have a good question now for you um so often you will hear somebody say um oh but when I get around whatever it is let's let's take when I get around a bag of potato chips I just can't help myself and I have to eat the whole thing right mm-hmm what do you say to those people? So there are a couple of things to say to those people. One is that when they embark on this journey of knowing how to balance their blood sugar, mm-hmm. so many of those cravings go away. Right. They, they really and truly do. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of magic, but it's really more a lot of science. Right. Um, and the second thing is for them to really take a hard look in the mirror and mm-hmm. understand. What's behind that? Right. Is, is there an emotional craving? Is there habitual craving? Is it just, you know, when you get around these old college friends, for example, and your habits with them are to drink beer and eat French fries, mm-hmm. maybe that's just the story you've got ingrained and it's time to change that story. Right. And right. very often, once you know what's behind it, then you have the power to change it. Yeah. But yeah. as long as you're just relying on old habits and old stories, then you're powerless to change it. Right, right. And in, in other words, what is your perception of that? What are you feeding your mind first about whatever it is? Right. Whether it's the yeah. potato chips, the cake, the cupcakes, whatever, the ice cream, whatever, right? What is I mean, What is it? What is it that you're, some of the stories that I hear from people that they're telling themselves are, if I don't have this cake, if I don't go to this party, if I don't have that drink, my friends will make fun of me. They Uh won't want to hang around with me anymore. They'll think that I'm no fun. Right. So they they have to examine that. 
Yeah. And, and whether or not that's true, I hope it's not because then maybe you need to find some new friends. I was just going to say, because I, I do feel that sometimes that is the case. You know, so often if you say I'm going to, you know, I, I don't want the drink or, um, you know, I, I don't want the cake tonight because maybe you had cake the night before and you just don't want anymore. Right. Right. And you just pass on it. And well, what's wrong with, are you on a diet? What, you know, there, there is a lot of stigma behind passing on some of these things. And, uh, you know, you almost, it, it is difficult to navigate. So you do have to be prepared as the one who is taking the pass, right? To handle those situations and be confident in that this is what I'm choosing for my body right. today. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I watch how my son listens and he's mm-hmm. 18, he's about to head off to college and his food choices will be a hundred percent in his hands. Right. Right. And so, you know, he said, well, why are you, you're not having that last slice of pizza? It's just a small slice of pizza. And so I'd say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied right now. If I have right. that slice of pizza, I will be over full and then I won't feel good. Yeah. And so I'm choosing not to. Yeah. And that's so different than the language of, uh, I don't have enough points to have that slice of pizza, right? Or, or <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's so different. It, there's, yeah. it's, you're, the result is the same, mm-hmm. but, but you're making a positive intentional choice right? instead of being trapped in, a, in someone else's framework for you. Right. But because once you start listening to your own body, it's a whole new world. Right. Right. And I will say, look, if you're hungry, by all means, eat that. Right. But rarely is your hunger going to be satisfied by a bowl of chocolate chips. <laughs> Let's take a look instead at something that um, have the chocolate chips that can absolutely be occasionally the carb portion of your meal. But right. Let's look at how you're going to balance that with a good protein and fat. Right. So that your blood sugar doesn't spike and then crash in mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Right. So it's it's a learning process. One of the things that is very important to me is teaching our next generation mm-hmm. how to think differently about food and fuel in their bodies so that they don't go through this cycle. And that maybe by the time our grandkids are around, they will know that diet is a noun and not a verb. I love that. Yes. Yep. And exactly. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is very important because when we look at the rates of uh, childhood obesity and how they continue to grow, we as adults need to take notice of that. And how can we help? How can we change that? And what is our role? Right. Absolutely. I, I think that you and I are of the same generation. We sort of grew up in the the era where frozen dinners were cool. Right. And they were chic. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the TV tables. And, and we've let that go too far. Yeah. We've, we've taken that from being a treat and something special mm-hmm. to being the everyday norm and not thinking about what we're putting into our body. The mindfulness right. really right. needs to come back. Right. Right. You know, I mean, it used to be, I mean, even when with my kids, they're um, older now, they're in college, but, you know, fast food was few and far between, 
you know, and if they were going to get the Happy Meal because they would see the commercial on TV, they had to, you know, it had to be a special reason. You know, it wasn't just we're having dinner. So here's your Happy Meal. <laughs> right. Right. But, I used to but joke now the case is it, it's, it's normal. It's normal. And that has got to change because that's not healthy. It's not, you know, I think we don't understand the repercussions of adding in the processed food right. to our diet. Mm-hmm. Right? I used to joke that my son was the only toddler who, who thought that McDonald's only made apple slices. Yeah. Because when he was little, little, yes. that was the only uh-huh. thing that he got there. Yeah. And then as he grew up, you know, third mm-hmm. chicken nuggets added. Um, and it wasn't until this year, his senior year in high school, that he actually had a burger in a fast food place. And it was yeah. only because that's where his friends were going and that's right. where their right. funds allowed them to. Mm-hmm. to He's like, mom, it was terrible. Yeah. Like, yes, we did something <laughs> right. <laughs> Made it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it is, it's something that, um, you know, we as a society too need to take note of that we have a whole generation of kids that are heading down this path and it's not a healthy path. It's not the processed foods, the extra ingredients, you know, we, we oversimplify it and say, look, if you can't pronounce the ingredient, you probably shouldn't be putting it into your body. Mm-hmm. It's, and that's a fine place to start for people. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if it comes in a box, yeah, maybe you should reconsider. Right. And yet there are a lot of families who don't have the means or the time or the right. knowledge to do differently. So mm-hmm. we have to help them make choices. Right. That are the best choices they can make with the situation that they're in. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, looking at, um, you know, you mentioned something. Um, let's talk about start where you are. Right. Because that that's just like you said, some people might not have the means right now. So start where you are. Right. Absolutely. What, what are some things that people could do to start where they are? So there there are. So many things, depending upon where your starting point is. Right. But let's say you don't have the food knowledge. You don't have the foundation to to know what you're doing. And it's really, it's maybe it's not that interesting to you where you are. Mm -hmm. What are some super simple things you can do to start working towards rebalancing your life? Well, the first thing I would say from a food perspective is look at the proteins you're putting into your body. Because it's so easy for us to fill in the carbs and the fats. They're yeah. there. They are the primary piece of our American diet. Right. And so if you start looking at proteins and, and my son is like, mom, it's so hard being your son because you always ask me where the protein is in my meal. <laughs> well, you know, it, it serves your body. You need right. that for building and retaining your lean muscle. So, yeah. um, you know, think about what what form your proteins are coming in. Mm-hmm. Are they, um, you know, a, a, a chicken, a beef, a pork? Those are some good lean proteins to choose. If they are, if you're counting on like cheese and peanut butter to be your protein, well, know that those can be more inflammatory to your system. They have a higher component of fat in them. Um, fish is great. Right. Know that some fish like salmon has has a good portion of fat in it. It's healthy fat. It's good fat, but we don't need to add more fat to a, a salmon meal. Same right. goes for red meat. 
It's already got a good component of fat in it. And choose that wisely. How are you preparing it? Are you going to saute it in half a pound of butter? <laughs> Maybe not the best place to start, but, you know, start where you are, right? Yeah. If you used to fry it, then taking it out of the fryer and putting it into a saute pan is an excellent place to start. Right. Steps forward, right? Yep. Yeah. Small manageable change, as That's right. we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I like to say 1% at a time yeah. gets you very very far, just right. tiny bits. So, and we, and we're bound to fail if we try to do everything all at once. That That's just it. And don't you think that's so often, especially in January, right? Yeah. January yes. when everybody decides that life needs to change completely. Right. And they turn everything upside down. And then of course, by February, March, they've fallen off because they haven't eaten the elephant one bite at a time. Right. That's right. That's right. And that's that's such a key component of any success. So yeah. so we've launched a program called 100 Days of 1%, which means oh. you're just doing little bits every day. Yeah. And then we get to look back after 100 days and see how far you've truly come. It's right. amazing. Yeah. And and so sure, food is a great place to start. Mm -hmm. Food is not the only place that we need more balance in our life. Right. A little bit more movement is good. Mm -hmm. um, even just standing gives you a little bit more like I'm, I'm at a standing desk right, right. now. Mm -hmm. So I'm using more core muscles just to stand instead of sitting in a chair. Right. Um, I try to go out for a walk. I put it in my calendar. It's important to make time for yourself. So wherever you are, wherever your level of activity is now, mm -hmm. if you can add 10 more minutes, right. You know, instead of um, sitting for the whole time at lunch, maybe you just go around the block. Right. Maybe you go up and down a flight of stairs, wherever you are, just do a little bit more. That right. makes all the difference. It does. And I think that's where a lot of people tend to miss the boat is they think, well, I don't have 60 minutes, right? Because we're so used to, I, again, I go back to our generation. We're so used to exercise classes being 60 minutes, right? And so our first thought when, you know, somebody says you need to exercise more, well, I don't have 60 minutes, right? I'm a busy lady. I've got work. I've got kids. I've got Parents, I'm taking care of, I've got all this stuff, right? I don't have 60 right. minutes, but they don't need 60 minutes. They, they just don't start. They, they need 10 or, yeah. or maybe they don't need any, any extra time at all. Right. I spend a lot of time on phone calls as a, you know, cause I work with people all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. I can, I can be standing. I can be doing squats. I can be right. doing leg lifts mm -hmm. all while I'm talking to somebody and not well maybe it'll be a little distracting if i'm on video right, right but <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm not on video there's right. a lot you can do right um and and so i i encourage people to get creative and to think out of the box right and i think that's just it it's 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 about thinking outside of the box and not the norm right not that 60 minutes dedicated you know while you're brushing your teeth while you're on a phone call, you know, while you're waiting at the microwave for whatever, right? I mean, all of those times, instead of being idle times, can be movement times. And that could add up to 60 minutes throughout the day without you taking that extra time. Absolutely. And then when you get a little bit more adventurous, it can be on the sidelines of the soccer game. Yep. While the kids are warming up, you can be warming up. I mean, yeah. there, there are so many things. If we 
take the sides of the box off right and and we right. look at things and so those are things things that that I'll brainstorm with clients because mm-hmm. they often don't know what they're not thinking of right right if they knew it they would do it right 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 um yeah. And because I like to think of things in threes, I find that threes oh. are very good, right? Mm-hmm. So we start with our protein, mm-hmm. get a little bit more movement. If you can just do one more thing in your life, I would say mm-hmm. to take a look at your sleep. Yeah. Because as a society, we're kind of chronically sleep deprived. Right. And there right. used to be this badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Oh, I team no sleep. Yep. Stayed up yep. all night to do this project. Yeah. And and we're we really need to flip the script on that. Yeah. We need to know that our sleep is important. We 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 would never expect our cell phones to work without a battery charge. And yet we expect our bodies to function mm-hmm. at full performance on four hours of sleep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, you know, the, the saying I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, you're going to die a lot sooner if you don't sleep. So, (laughs) okay. Absolutely. I tell my younger clients that the way you treat your body in the first half of your life dictates the quality at which you get to live in the second half of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not talking about fitness competitions. Most Mm -hmm. of us, we're not talking about being runway models. We're not talking about, any of those things that we see in the magazines that that deceive us into thinking that we can never be enough. Yeah. We're just, we're talking about kicking a soccer ball around with our grandkids. Yes. Being able to get on the floor when they're toddlers and being able to get up off the floor when they need right. to move on, right? Right. Right. Little things that right now we take for granted, but if we don't treat our bodies well, then we're not really going to get there. Right. Yep, it's all about the preparation, right? Mm-hmm. We 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 spend so much time preparing our retirement account. Right. When 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 are you going to prepare your body for that retirement, right? Right, there's multiple accounts we have to look at. Yeah. If I can't enjoy it, then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um Don, how can people work with you? So there are a couple of different ways people work with me. We've got a couple of group programs that we love. I mentioned 100 Days of 1%. Mm-hmm. I've got another course called Reclaim Your Life One Bite at a Time, which teaches all of the foundational elements of okay. eating, moving, and recharging and how to make that stick for a lifetime. Um, and I take on some private clients as well. Okay. And where can people find you um, on online? I think the best place to find me is probably Facebook. Okay. I've got a business page called Don McGee Nutrition Evangelist. And if you message me, I promise to get back to you. All right. Wonderful. Don, it was so much fun chatting with you today. And we appreciate you sharing all that you have today. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit News. We will see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.